this man. Well, whatever your priorities, it was always nice to have a neighbour admire your lovely house and possessions, and she did not need Tom to tell her she was lucky. She felt it every day in a familiar surge of love and surprise. How could she, ordinary Polly Walsh, the one plain sister of four, as she thought of herself, have managed to catch wonderful, brilliant Seth? It was a question she always asked herself when she got that warm feeling in the pit of her stomach from looking at him. It was a question, alas, that she often saw mirrored in Sophie's cool and appraising eyes. But Polly comforted herself with the thought that no one would have been good enough for him in his mother's opinion. And however difficult he sometimes was, and there was that business a while back, but it was over and done with, and she dismissed it impatiently from her mind, the fact remained that he had chosen her, so it must mean that he loved her and no one else. Let Sophie suck the pips out of that. She padded towards the bathroom across the broad boards of silky blonde wood. All the floors, except in the kitchen, which was slate, were of polished Portuguese eucalyptus. Seth did not approve of carpets, which he said not only harboured dirt and caused allergies, to which he was prone, but were spiritually and aesthetically clogging. Everything in their house was bare, minimalist and hypoallergenic, and from sustainable sources. Seth took great care and trouble over sourcing materials. It was one of the few things that made him so much in demand from the new millionaires of Notting Hill, Chelsea and Islington, fashionistas for whom pure Egyptian cotton was now as laughably passé as pine kitchens. Seth was always at least one obscure, third-world, fair-trade source ahead of the game, which was why, incidentally, a certain prominent politician's wife, who was keen on that sort of thing, had booked him to buff up the central London house they were going to live in when her husband left office. It was also one of the reasons he won so many awards. He was going to collect one on Friday in Paris. Polly had a photographic memory and could see the entry in the diary, in her neat block letters with two exclamation marks because it was so important. Well, she thought so. She had been much more excited about it than Seth, who had only given a funny little shrug and said it was good for business. She went into the bathroom and sat down on the loo, and had her usual difficulty in relaxing. There was no door to the bathroom, and although Seth could not have seen her from the bed, she always hated the idea that he might hear her. He had no inhibitions about bathroom things. He could have performed in a room full of strangers, but she had always liked, no, needed, to be private. He laughed at her about it and called her hopelessly bourgeois, so she had stopped complaining. Seth had a thing about doors, saying they blocked the flow of chi energy through a house. It was a feng shui sort of thing. But if he had grown up, as she had, in a small house with father, mother and three sisters, to say nothing of friends and relatives dropping in, he might have understood. The downstairs loo, she noted, did have a door, for the sake of their hopelessly bourgeois friends and visitors, she supposed. Apart from the open doorway, she loved the bathroom, with its Lagoa Claro marble walls and the black granite bath. Just inside the doorway there was a glass table, Seth's design, on which stood a slim blue glass vase, a perfect foil to the black and whiteness. She always had either blue or white flowers in it. Today it was blue hydrangea heads. She'd had to order them specially from Floral Dance, the florist on the green, because the soil round here was acid, so all the hydrangeas in people's gardens were pink, but it was worth it. They looked gorgeous. 
The only thing about hydrangea flowers was that they were practically indestructible, and she hated to throw flowers away while they were still alive. Life was something she was sensitive about. But Seth liked the flowers changed frequently, so she sometimes sneaked them into a vase in a spare room if they were still fresh, and apologised to them. She knew that was ridiculous, but no one hurt her, so what harm, in case they felt slighted? A low, dull pain griped her, interrupting her thoughts. It was faint and fleeting, but she knew what it was. Oh, damn, damn, damn! It was the early warning system. Later today, or possibly tomorrow morning, the flags would be out. There was no mistaking it. Her mouth bowed with disappointment. She had so hoped that this time it really would happen. It had been a lovely night, and bang on the right date. Seth had been wonderful, really gentle, loving, and...